0: Hey guys, welcome to Chasing Gains Education Podcast. Today's episode is going to be talking about how to dominate social media. So, one of the most common questions that I've had this week is, how do I get more interaction? How do I get more people to interact with my posts? How do I get more people to ask questions in my group? How do I get more people to comment in my groups? How do I get all of this? And this is an extremely common thing and it comes down to people, I guess, expecting that people will just want to interact in a group, that'll just want to interact in a post, that'll just organically do it. This is not an organic thing. It doesn't really happen like that. It has to be, uh, it has to be um, not necessarily forced, but it needs to be framed in a way that people are comfortable to be able to do that, that they're Willing to be able to take the time out of their day, so that they will actually do do the interacting. They'll do that kind of stuff. They'll start hosting. They'll interact in groups. So how do we how do we develop a culture of interaction in a group? Well, we need to start with ourselves. We need to be the leader, just as the same as we need to be a representation of health. If we're a, health, a fitness professional, we need to be a representation of fitness we also need to do that in a group. We need to be the one who interacts the most. And what I recommend is, if you're running a Facebook group, we'll talk predominantly about Facebook groups. If you're running a Facebook group, you need to be doing more, like 10 times more than you would expect anyone to do in the group. So that means for every 10 posts that you do, you'll get one person doing one post. So it means it's all about you to start off with. Eventually, you can get to the point where it doesn't become about you at all. It's just a few posts here and there. However, to be able to develop and grow a group, what it takes is you being the leader, you doing the work first. And it's very much going to be all about you. It's all about you to start off with. But ultimately, what are you trying to do? You're trying to develop a culture, a community, trying to nurture your audience. Now, if we understand our audience is our potential clients, If we have a large audience, then we have a large potential for business. Our goal is to continuously grow our audience in terms of quality and quantity, width and depth. We're trying to grow the, entire, the, the width, which is the number of people that are in our audience, but also the depth, the quality of the relationship with every individual in our audience. Because if it's just a surface audience, then it doesn't really mean that much. There's no connection there. There's no relationship there. So there's limited potential to be able to do business. And if you look at a lot of people on, who are like extremely good looking, models and so forth on Instagram, they might have a huge following in terms of the number of people. But if they don't interact with those people, then there's no, relationship development and it's just a surface relationship. Yes, they've got a huge number of followers. They might have like 100,000 followers, more. However, there's no depth of relationship. So the likelihood of that uh, Instagram influencer in this case being able to turn those, uh, that audience into customers, into clients, whatever they're looking at doing, to, uh to be able to monetize that audience Is very limited because there's no depth of relationship. It's very surface. Yes, they will be able to do some monetization. However, that is not going to be as beneficial as compared to say someone who had even like a tenth of that. So, tenth. That's a thousand. I just have to work. A thousand followers or ten thousand followers, whatever it's going to be. If they have a deep relationship where they've interacted with the majority of those people over a period of time and nurtured that audience and developed relationships with that audience, then what's gonna happen? They're gonna have a deeper level of relationship. They're gonna be more likely to do business with that person compared to the the Instagram influencer in quotation marks who has 100,000 people but they've never interacted with their audience. So, What does that mean in terms of us? It means that if we interact with our audience, if we answer questions that they have, if we thank them when they do something or they post something, if we encourage them, they're gonna do that more. Why? Because you're developing that relationship with that person. We're in a relationship business. The more relationships you can develop with people, the bigger your audience is gonna be, the bigger your potential business is going to be. So we go back to the analogy that I always talk about in terms of the bank account. So we're trying to open as many bank accounts with people as possible and make as many deposits into that bank account as possible. And we do that by interacting with people, by adding value to those people. Because if we're just consistently asking of our audience without providing value, then that bank account goes down. Every time we ask for something, we're making a withdrawal from that bank account. So if we're continuously asking our audience to do our uh, group training, free group training session, to be able to do our program, to be able to do our things, to be able to do this six week challenge, to be able to do this, buy my program, buy my Buddha building program. If that's all that we do, we consistently make withdrawals from our audience and eventually we start to run all of those accounts dry. And then what happens? Well, we don't get any new leads, do we? Because we're not developing any new relationships. We're not increasing the value of any of those bank accounts. So our goal is to build an audience and nurture that audience. We do that by interacting with them, by providing value to them. The most common thing I hear when I talk about a concept like this with people is, I don't have time to be able to do that. And then I ask the question, do you spend any time on social media? The answer is yes, I spend time on social media. Then we wanna just look at that time because if you're just mindlessly scrolling through, then there's no benefit to your business. All that I'm asking you to do is, if you're on social media, then you should be interacting. You should be asking questions. You should be asking someone how, how they are rather than just scrolling through mindlessly. Because you're going to be on social media at some point anyway. It's just utilizing that time to be able to develop relationships with people. So how do we get more interaction in a group? We understand these concepts. We have to give to be able to get interaction. We give interaction. We ask questions. We interact with every single post that is in there. If there's a post that has 100 comments, do you interact with every single comment? No, you don't have to. Quite often, I won't interact in anything that has more than 10 comments, why? Because the community has done the interaction. If there's a post that has one or no comments, then I'll interact with that, I'll start it. Because I'm the leader, it's my group. I'm nurturing that audience. I'm increasing the relationships within that audience. I'm increasing the depth of every relationship in that audience. Providing value to those people. Do I spend all day, every day doing this? No. This is just when I'm on social media. Am I on social media all day, every day? No. So having the excuse of, I don't have time to be able to do that, is just a bullshit reason that you're telling yourself, to stop taking any action to even start. So ultimately, it's like, all right, cool. If I could develop one more relationship and add one more comment the next time on social media, then that is gonna make a deposit into that person's bank account. I'm going to nurture that relationship. I'm going to be nurturing my audience. Over a period of time, that is going to increase that bank account value is going to increase. So if we have this as our mindset, it's not about spending all day, every day doing this. It's about focusing on one person, one more person. If I can do one more comment, if I'm on social media, then I need to be interacting with people. Why? Because that's gonna nurture those relationships. That's gonna provide value to those people. And a great test of this is how many private messages do you average per day on Instagram, on Facebook? How many times do you have a private message or someone or just follow up with someone that you haven't spoken to in a while or if it's someone that you don't necessarily know but you connected on social media? Hey, thanks for connecting. It's always great to connect with people who are interested in their health and fitness. How long does that take you? Five seconds. But what you've done is you've opened that bank account with that person. This is trying to scale the unscalable. It's not about doing it with every single person that you come in contact with. It's about doing it when you have time. It's about doing more. If you can do one more person and have that mindset of, all right, just one more. Just one more direct message. Just one more catch up with someone that I haven't spoken to for a while. Just one more comment, just one. That should be your focus, just one. Because as soon as you focus on I need to message every single one of the 2,034 people in my Facebook group, then it becomes overwhelming and you don't take any action. That's not the focus, that's not what we want. We're like, right, cool, we've got all of these people, I need to work on one relationship. So I can message one person because one is better than none. And then eventually over a period of time, if you do one per day, then that's 365 extra touch points that you've had with people to be able to develop more relationships. So that's potentially 365 relationships that you make a deposit into if you just did one per day. If you were to do that one per day, every day, for the entire year, what do you think the likelihood of developing relationships with 365 more people would do to your business in 12 months? Just one extra touch point. But this is what it takes. People see... Huge numbers of things that are like, all right, well, I need to interact with every single person. I need to ask them all of these questions. I need to spend 10 minutes interacting with this person. No, it's not about that. It's about initiating a potential conversation with someone. Because if we start that, then that starts the process. We're the one who should be driving it we're in control of how many conversations that we have per day whether it's on social media or in person or wherever in the gym that we work in in the community that we're, we live in we're in control of that because if we're in the relationship business then we need to develop grow and nurture relationships we're in a relationship business because we're not just selling to someone once We're looking at creating an ongoing relationship with people in the fitness industry so they continue to work with us. So this is a process of understanding that we're in a relationship business. So we need to develop, grow, nurture those relationships with our our current clients, but also with potential clients. Does that mean you spend all day every day Interacting with people on social media? No. The whole point is, if you're on social media, you shouldn't be interacting, because if you give interaction, you will get more interaction on all of your posts. If you give encouragement, you'll get encouragement. If you think about people who are like absolute haters, how many followers do they normally have? Not many. Because they don't provide value to people. So if you were to just encourage people or an extra person when you're just scrolling through your Instagram feed, if you were to say, great job, keep up the good work, what is the likelihood that that person would more be likely to follow you? What is that doing? It's just starting a potential relationship with that person because business is all about relationships. If you're in the fitness industry, chances are you wanna help people achieve their goals. So you should be an encourager. That means encouraging people who are your clients, who are your potential clients, and people who are also never gonna be your client. Because if you understand how people's brains work as well, just because they're not, your, your, they, they're not gonna be one of your clients, I guarantee that they will know someone who is your potential client. There is always, every person that you come in contact with is one person away from someone who is looking for your service right now. So if I go through my Facebook and I see Henry, and I know Henry's a uni student, and Henry uh, is not my target market, and Henry is not uh, going to be someone who's going to be able to afford my service because he's a uni student, he's already working with another trainer. Is that the best use of my time to interact with Henry? Well, not necessarily. However, if I do, and I add value to Henry, just make, make sure he's going all right, chances are Henry might literally know someone who is looking for my service right now. Because if you have that mindset of every single person you come in contact with is one person away from the person who's looking to do business with you, then you start to realize how important it is to develop relationships with people. It's all about developing those relationships. Because the person in front of you is most likely one person away from someone who is looking to do business with someone just like you and depending on how you treat that person is going to determine if you get access to that person who is one away that is looking to do business with someone just like you so to get interaction we need to give interaction for in a facebook group we need to do more than anyone else Here's another hack that I've been using recently. Ask people if they want something and get them to buy into that, not with a like, but with a comment. Say, all right, if I get 100 comments, so, all right, we'll start that again. Who would be interested in doing, who would be interested in receiving a course that I created uh, about, what they don't teach you in PT school, to be able to teach you all of those things that they don't teach you that you should know. Who'd be interested, comment on this post. If I get 100 comments, then I'll give it to you guys for free. What is is the point behind that? Well, I'm trying to get people to buy in to create an eager want in what I'm going to be giving to them so that they take it seriously. If I was just to give it away and say, all right, I've created this program uh, on Uh, everything, what they don't teach you in PT school, then there's no buy and they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. But if you see something where there's a 100 comments on it, then you've created an eager want in all of those people. You've created uh, awareness of something that is coming soon. You're basically trying to launch that. If you think about any TV show, do they just not put any uh, previews for that show? Do they just say, all right, Game of Thrones is on Monday, 6 o'clock? No, they give you a preview. They give you a reason to be able to want to find out more about that. They have a launch process where it's like, all right, cool. Here's preview one. Here's preview two. Whatever it is, this is the preview for the next episode. They're trying to create an eager want in what they're going to be giving to you. You can do that in terms of, the value that you're adding as well. And I have started to do this much more. Why? Because it creates more of an eager want. It means that people are gonna consume that content more in depth. Because if I just give them seven Facebook hacks, then they don't take it seriously. But if I was to ask, all right, who would be interested in knowing my top seven Facebook hacks? Comment on this below. By me getting more comments on that, that creates a level of social proof. If there's 100 comments on that, if there's 50 comments on that, whatever it is, that's a level of social proof. It highlights that other people want it. If the masses all want this one thing, then more people are more likely to jump on board because they don't wanna miss out. FOMO, fear of missing out. If 100 other people think this was a good idea, well, maybe I think this is, should be a good idea too. I don't want to be left out. So you can do this. These are the kind of strategies that you can use to be able to take it to the next level. However, this works on a small scale as well. If you don't have a group like I do of over like 2,000, multiple groups of over 2,000 people, this still works on a small scale. I was working with one of my business coaching clients this week. She was struggling to get interaction in her group. And I told her literally exactly what to do to be able to try try trial this process. I'm like, All right, post this, leave it 24 hours so that you give a chance for everyone to be able to interact with it. Every person in her group, pretty much I'm not I didn't double check if it was actually everyone, but it was pretty much everyone in her group commented on that post because I knew it would be something that they would want in terms of content was the ultimate guide to eating out. I said, all right, post this. Who would be interested in uh, getting the ultimate guide to eating out? Type yes in the comments below. That is something that her clients would most likely want. I had already created that as a resource, so I just literally gave it to her so that she didn't have to create it. However, what that meant is, she just started interacting in her getting more interaction in her group instantly from that. Why? Because she just didn't give away stuff. It's important to give away stuff, but we also want people to buy into that. We want people to be a part of that community. We wanna encourage those people. We wanna go back and share that information with them and ask them then, interact with them even more. Ask them how they went with that content. Did they get value from it? How can it be better? Is there anything missing? How long does that take? Again, five seconds. And you're on social media anyway. You've got a gap between your sessions, between your appointments, where you've got these little pockets of time where you can be developing relationships with people. This isn't one of the things where you sit down, set aside an hour every single day to be able to do this. This is a pockets of time thing. You've got these little pockets of time each and every day. If you're waiting for an appointment, someone's running late, you're waiting to go in, you're waiting in a line to get some food or a coffee. You're waiting for your coffee to be made. You can be developing relationships with people in this time, little pockets of time. This is how you build a massive business. Because if you continually grow, nurture, encourage your audience, then the proverbial bank account increases. And if you think about, if you've got thousands of little bank accounts with all these little deposits in it, if you look at your overall balance of this, it's gonna be a rather large balance in the positive. But if you've only got 100 Facebook friends that you only ask for business for, what is the overall balance of that gonna be? well, it's not going to be very high. So if we look at the example of if we've got the Instagram influencer with 100,000 followers who has never interacted, encouraged, or tried to nurture their audience, well, they might have 100,000 potential bank accounts with very limited balance. So if we understand that if we had ten someone with 10,000 followers on Instagram, just as an example, and they had interacted with each one of those people, that's only 10,000 bank accounts. But because you've made contact with them, you've opened that bank account, you've developed that relationship to the next level, the likelihood of that person doing business with you is much higher. Also, the likelihood of that person spending more money with the person who's interacted with them before is also much higher. So if you think about a trainer who has 10,000, uh, I guess, Instagram followers, or their audiences say 10,000 people, we'll just start talking about like the size of an audience, but they've made contact with each of those people, the level of relationship is gonna be much higher. they would be more than willing to going into an ongoing coaching program comparative to if there is no interaction they've had with that individual, the 100,000 person audience, they might be only able to sell a once off program. And that's not a sustainable business model. So, how do we get engagement? How do we get interaction? We give first. If you haven't read the book, The Go-Giver, then that is a fantastic book. I think it's by Bob, Bob Berg, The Go-Giver. It's an amazing book, it talks about giving value first. The more that you give, the more that you will receive. The old saying of you reap what you sow, if you give encouragement, you'll get encouragement. If you give interaction and engagement, then you'll get interaction and engagement. It starts with you, you have to give first. You have to make that deposit first. That way you can make the withdrawal later. If you don't give first, then the likelihood of you getting anything from that is minimal to none. So give first, give interaction, give engagement and you will receive it. It's all about you first. Let's start talk about like a the Facebook group example again. It's going to be all about you first. However, as soon as you start to get other people posting in your group, start doing things, you need to encourage that person. You need to be say how proud of you are, you are of that person and say thank you to that person. Because that's going to develop more people because more people want to have their coach be proud of them. More people wanna have their coach thank them for what they're doing. So that is going to create more people that are gonna start to do that. It's all about you first, it's all about you doing it, but then the second you get someone else who starts to do what you're doing in terms of encouraging, commenting, interacting in the group, you need to nurture that individual more than anyone else. Because the second person that does it is the one that starts the chain of events where other people start to fall into that process. If it's just you, it's hard. It's a struggle. I get it. That's why we need to get to that point where you've got that first follower, encourager that starts doing the engagement, the interaction as well. You need to nurture that person, because then that's gonna have the domino effect to be able to get the next person, and then the next person, and then the next person. With you, it's all about you setting up all the dominoes. You might knock one down and nothing happens. You might set them up, you might knock one down, nothing happens. You might set them up again and you knock one down, it knocks the next one down. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get that next person. Again, we're trying to get one more person doing it each time. We're trying to nurture those people that are doing it to be able to get more people on board because eventually it's gonna get to that snowball effect where it's not about you at all. That's our goal. That's our goal, to create an audience, to nurture that audience. Because ultimately, if we have that audience, then we have the potential to be able to do business with that audience in multiple different ways. Because if we've gotten an audience, then we've got potential business opportunities that we can literally just go straight into. If we had an audience of a hundred thousand people that were a high-quality audience, we could literally fill up events straight away. We could create retreats straight away. We could do all of these things straight away. However, if you don't have that audience, focusing on things like that aren't necessarily gonna give it any, the best use of your time because you're not really paying your bills anyway. So it's like we need to develop that audience. We need to develop that in terms of width, the number of people that we're working with, but also the depth, the depth of the relationship with those people in that audience. The analogy of that is, Think of it as a rowboat. If you're trying to row down the river and you're only rowing on one side, whether that's depth or width, if you're only doing one, then you just go round and round in circles and you don't really get anywhere. We wanna row with both oars. Width, the number of people, and depth, the depth of relationship with those people so that we can just drive forward to be able to get to our goals. Our audience, is going to determine our potential business in the future. We can call this our database, we can call this our following, we can call this our audience. Regardless of what we call it, we still need to develop it in terms of width and depth, quality and quantity. If we do this, then we have much more opportunities. We're in control of our business. Without this, we're chasing up people consistently, we're chasing down business. We're not in control. The numbers are working against us, we want the numbers to work for us. And that comes from developing an audience. Nurturing that audience growing that audience in width and depth, quality and quantity. Because if we do this, then we can do whatever we want in terms of our business. There's no restrictions. This is how we get engagement. This is why we're looking for engagement. because the end outcome is if we have an audience that is both in quality, quantity, depth, width. If we have all of these things, do we have the potential? That's the end outcome that we want. So it's like we step right back. What do we need? We need engagement. We have to give engagement. We have to give interaction to get it. We need to give more upfront than we expect to get back. Eventually we hit the tipping point where we don't need to do that. However, we have to work our asses off to be able to get to that point. And the focus is, who's the next person? Who's the next person that I'm gonna engage with, I'm gonna interact with? And then who's the next person that I'm going to nurture, encourage, get them to be the one, the next person that starts to interact, provide value be of value to that group, to that audience. Right, there we go, guys. There's a interesting podcast on how to interact, how to get interaction, how to uh, develop an audience, the the benefits of doing so, and why you should be doing that uh, in terms of Growing your audience because if you grow your audience and develop and nurture that audience, then you've got the potential to be able to do anything that you want with your business. So there we go, guys. As I talked about uh, in the podcast, if you want access to uh, the ultimate resource in terms of people who are personal trainers, coaches, uh, what they don't teach you in PT school, you can get access to that in the PT slash coach form. Search that on Facebook. That'll also be in the comment in the links below. So be sure to check that out. Uh, if you're not in that group, get in that group. I provide value in that group daily to be able to help you guys uh, improve your businesses. That's what I'm very much passionate about, which is in helping you guys reach your full potential in terms of your business so that you stay in the industry longer. I don't enjoy seeing awesome personal trainers consistently leaving the industry because they're just not successful enough in business. This is what I'm passionate about. I wanna raise the proverbial bar in terms of the standards within the fitness industry. And this is one of the ways that I'm doing it to be able to provide value to you guys. So thanks for taking the time out of your day to be able to listen to this. Uh, if you enjoyed it, hit me up uh, at Chasing Gains Education on Facebook or Instagram. And if you want anything covered on this podcast, let me know and I'll create that for you. But thanks again for listening. I really appreciate your attention and look forward to seeing you in the next episode.